Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode. Well guys, uh, I do have an update today. Uh, I was working on a couple projects uh, for a job today, uh, actually at my home. And in between the project, I was actually able to add a, another project, my own project finally. Uh, I actually um, lifted or raised the height of my wind turbine. So I originally had it on a 10 foot pole for a long time and I've never had really any problems. Um, but I actually had uh, two 21 foot poles um, laying on the side for quite some time because I always planned on raising it a, a lot higher at some point, just kind of when I had some time. Uh, so today what I did was um, I took a 21 foot pole plus um, some of the other pole and um, put them together, welded them all up and um, lifted it up in air. Uh, I also put brand new galvanized um, guide wires or tie wires, um, three of them, that's the anchor points. Uh, and then I also drilled with a hammer drill, uh, with a SDS plus hammer drill, uh, I drilled into some really huge boulders. So normally what I was using was a, a concrete stake, the real long ones, when I welded on like a little loop that way I could attach a, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, one of those carabinas that you can um, tighten up. And um, that's how I was using it for a long time. But over time, those stakes, because the wind turbine's shaking around, the, the stakes start coming loose. And so it was a good time to upgrade the wind turbine. So I added a lot more height to it now. Now it's 35 feet in the air. Um, all brand new guide wires and I anchored into um, boulders and then I um, put concrete anchors in that were eight inches long into the boulders and um, cinched everything down and um, yeah now it's nice and tight and it's up there now luckily the wind turbine base that I got from cuttingedgepower.com uh, the base came with an attachment um, that you can essentially use as a pulley that you can run the wire through as a pulley. And let me tell you, at a 10-foot pole, is only it's pretty easy to lift it up. But when you have a 35-foot pole, uh, it's pretty difficult to try to lift up. So luckily, it's got that pulley um, attachment where you basically just run the cable through and you can connect the cable to like a back of a truck or to an actual winch if you want to. Uh, and then all you do is you pull it and it'll pull it straight up. And that's what I did. I used the back of my ranch truck, uh, hooked it up to the bumper and basically just went really, really slow pulling it up into the air. It was a little nerve wracking because it's so, so tall <laughs> and the winds were, I mean, it's not windy, but it was, it, it was enough wind to kind of get me a little you know, on edge. And so, but yeah, I just drove a little, drove slowly and it lifted it straight up into the air. And I went out there and, um, anchored everything into nice big boulders. Now these boulders are massive. These boulders that we're talking about are like the size of cars, if not bigger. These, these boulders are huge. In fact, it's, it's pretty much bedrock. A lot of them are really, really big boulders, like the size of cars. And then some of it's just bedrock. Um, so yeah, now I have some really nice heavy-duty anchor points that I do not have to worry about in the future. Um, having those stakes in the ground and then moving, you know, the, the wind turbine moving around loosens them up. 
and I really didn't care for that, but it, it held on for a long time. Um, so now it's a really nice clean installation. I also ran brand new wires up to the top of the wind turbine and I created what's called a service loop down at the bottom. That way I, I have slack. Um, that way if I ever need to pull wires or just have a little extra slack, I have that. So it's always nice to put a service loop someplace. That way you just have that extra um, wire if you need it. So I did have a, I made a service loop real quick and tied everything back in and it's up in operation right now. Um, currently it's 7 p.m. at night and um, I can hear the wind turbine outside right now spinning away. It's, it's not really windy too much right now, but it is high enough that it is um, capturing some power right now. Probably about, I don't know, maybe 200 watts, somewhere around there, which is not a whole lot right now. But like I said, it's not even windy. It's barely breezing right now. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see how well it performs um, when we start getting some, some actual good wind. Uh, actually, today was a good day. I decided to do it because the wind died down yesterday afternoon and it was pretty much the wind was died down all day until this afternoon then it started to kind of have a breeze again so it was a perfect time to you know lower the other wind turbine remove all the old stuff and put on brand new stuff up there and get it up there so now when you when now when i look at the wind turbine it's it looks really high because not only is it on a 35 foot pole but it's on top of a hill right so when I'm standing down at my truck or down, you know, down by my house, that's probably at least another 20 foot, at least 20 foot from, you know, where I'm standing up to where the base of the wind turbine is. So it's, it's, it's up there. <laughs> it's up there. But let me tell you the, the base, the wind turbine base that I got from, um, cuttingedgepower.com, I cannot highly recommend it. It is absolutely a great wind turbine base. For many, many years, I invented my own. I just made my own brackets and stuff, and it worked, and it got me through what I needed to get through. Um, but then once I came across their uh, wind turbine base, um, I decided to go with theirs, and I'm glad I did because not, not only is the wind turbine base on the bottom a um, hinge style, heavy-duty hinge style, um, heavy-duty steel plates, everything is really heavy-duty. Uh, and then it also comes with that one attachment that you can attach to a piece of angle iron that slips in and that slips into the back of the base. And there's an attachment for the end that allows me to put a cable through that way I can use my truck or a winch to basically winch the wind turbine up in the air. Now, if I was to lower the wind turbine, um, I would have to reconnect it to the back of the truck and reverse slowly in order to allow the wind turbine to um, lower when I had a 10-foot pole, it didn't really matter. I could just lower and raise it because it was only a 10-foot pole. But when you have a 35-foot pole, yeah, you definitely need something to pull it up there. And if it wasn't for that attachment for the way they designed their wind turbine base, um, it would be, it would be. I mean, I could get it done, but it would be a lot more nerve-wracking, let me tell you. And a lot more, um, you know, you just have to be really careful about what you're doing, you know. The other thing is the um, receiving post or the receiving end that's a that's welded to the wind turbine base is actually a three inch diameter. Um, so the pipe that I actually slid in there is actually three inch. So it actually goes up three inches all the way to the top pretty much. And then at that point, it actually goes down to 
I think it's a two inch or two and a quarter inch um, pipe. That way it can fit onto the wind turbine and everything. So it does transition from a three inch pipe down to a little bit smaller pipe. Um, but still, it's still very, very heavy duty. Um, it's all schedule 80 um, galvanized pipe. So, and then when I welded the two pieces of pipe together, what I did was I slipped one pipe in about four feet into the other pipe. And then I went ahead and double welded everything. So I used the 60, 10, uh, no, sorry, 6011 rod um, stick welding because I do have a nice big welder generator. So uh, I went ahead and did the 6011 because 6011 gives you really, really good penetration. Um, but it kind of gives you an ugly weld because of the puddle um, freezes up so fast, meaning it, it hardens really quick as you're welding. But it's got awesome penetration. Uh, and then I switched to a 6013 rod, which means that it flows more. It stays more liquidy when you're welding. So I weld it with the 6011 and then the 6013 um, basically covers it all over to make it look really nice. So it's got a nice big heavy duty weld in that joint area that the pipe is slid into. So I never have to worry about that giving me issues in the future because it's... <laughs> It's got a lot, it's got a lot of welding on it. Let me tell you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's nice to have all these tools available to you. You know, these are like tools I use on a job site anyway for my projects or whatever for, you know, whatever I got going on. So I can easily, you know, bring it out. And the thing is like everything I was using was all battery powered. My SDS plus hammer drill is from Milwaukee and that's on a battery, right? That runs battery. And I was, you know, we drill into concrete and boulders and all kinds of stuff all the time. Um, drill through rock walls all the time too. Um, so I have some nice big concrete um, bits that easily just, I mean, it just drills right through it. Like there's no problem at all. So, and then having nice big long heavy duty anchor bolts that you can slam into the hole and then tighten up. Oh man, it may, it's a world of difference. So I feel very confident now that that wind turbine pole and the guide wires and the anchoring points and everything is nice and solid. So it's a peace of mind, but not only that performance, right? Uh, when it comes time for me to lower or raise it, I can easily do that. Now I'm just waiting to see what type of power we get. I can, I can, I can actually hear the wind turbine right now spinning and I'm probably going to walk out there in a little bit to go and just kind of see what's going on. And, um, you know, when you do a nice project, you want to kind of keep looking at it, right? <laughs> so I'm going to go out there, take a look at my um, production, see what's happening. But then once the winds finally actually um, start picking up again around here, because it gets extremely windy, it's windy majority of the time, like anywhere between 80 to 90% of the time, it's windy out here, like really windy. So once the winds pick up, I'm really excited to see what type of um, power production we get out of the unit now. Um, because I have a good base range of what I was able to get with a 10-foot pole. So at a 35-foot pole, let's see what kind of production we get. Let's see if it raises any. If not, then that's fine. But if it does pick up even more power because it's a lot higher in the air, that's awesome too. Another thing I should point out is I actually have another 21-foot pole that I could add to that wind turbine if I wanted to. And I thought about it today. Let me tell you guys, I thought about attaching that other pole, but I was like, holy cow. This thing is really going to be up in there. That's going to be what? Let's see. Uh, 42, 50. It would have been 50 something feet in the air if I would have added the other pole. <laughs> 
50 feet, guys. That's a that's a that's a long pole. Let me tell you, that's a pretty long pole, especially sticking straight up in the air. So it's really important that if any of you guys are, um, you know, raising or lowering wind turbines, think through the process. Be as smart as possible, because you know these things. The pole is heavy. The wind turbine is heavy. All this stuff is heavy, and you're trying to raise something up in the air. Just make sure you plan everything out ahead of time. That way you can be safe. That way your job just goes a lot smoother. And, you know, there's less risk of um, something going wrong, you know. So I did plan my, my project out and I had all my tools all laid out in certain areas ready to just do what I needed to do. So anyway, guys, just a quick update. Um, I'm hoping tomorrow I can release a video on the wind turbine update um, and kind of keep moving forward here with projects. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and I'll see you guys on the next one.